0: Welcome to the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm Laura Deirda, an Editor at Becker's Healthcare, and I'm thrilled to welcome Dr. Elka Atalbarrio, Chief Medical Officer of the Everett Clinic in Everett, Washington, and a board member of the Council of Accountable Physician Practices. It's a pleasure to have you here today, Dr. Atalbario.
1: Thank you. It's an honor to be here.
0: Fantastic. Well, let's jump right in. What were some of the most important adjustments that you made as a clinical leader over the past year to meet the unique challenges
1: of the pandemic? Well, in 2019, I had just become the chief medical officer of the Everett Clinic, and so I was relatively new in my role. I was identified at that time to start leading the clinical emergency response system in response to the pandemic. And really, it involved empowering and engaging our clinical teams. And that was probably a big adjustment for me. I had to lead the teams in a way that I had not led them before and really had to focus on good communication, helping the clinic and the teams become responsive, adaptive to the quickly changing situation in Washington state. And I think we did quite well.
0: Fantastic. I know throughout the pandemic, there has been a lot of things that have changed and been really interesting for clinical leaders. How do you see your role evolving over the next year as we get into more of vaccines and, and continue to see the pandemic um,
1: evolve as well? Well, as the COVID pandemic evolves, we really have to shift our focus to living with COVID and pivoting to advancing the mission of the Everett Clinic, the strategic plan of the Everett Clinic in our region with Optum. And you know that really involves um, focusing on providing differentiated care in our state of Washington. We really want to help support the changing environment around care delivery, moving us toward more value-based care and less fee-for-service care. Our goal is to really achieve the quadruple aim, and that's our most important aim. And we wanna be known not only as the best place to receive care, but also one of the best places to give care. So recruiting and retaining the best in our healthcare workforce. So that's that's our, that's our really the role for the next uh, year is to pivot from being in a reactive emergency response system to being planful, mindful, uh, taking care of the needs for our patients through COVID But most importantly, positioning ourselves in a way that allows us to be successful in changing the paradigm towards value-based care.
0: That makes a lot of sense. And I'm interested in the idea of uh, moving more towards value-based care. Can you provide one or two action items or things that you're planning on doing differently this year that will really move you closer to that goal?
1: We have been on a journey for uh, population health for the last two years. And uh, despite COVID, uh, we really did continue to focus on providing great care, high outcomes, uh, great patient experience, and proactively giving care to our populations that we serve. And so what value-based care is going to mean for us is making sure we continue that journey, that we focus on HEDIS measures, quality metrics, best outcomes, making sure that we deliver the kind of care that patients can uh, expect in terms of high quality, but also have it be affordable. And that I think is the key, as we know that most of our uh, patients, you know, one out of five is experiencing uh, bankruptcy due to healthcare expenditures. So our job is to really figure out the best care model to help them achieve that best care, highest outcomes, at the most affordable cost.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much for walking us through that. Now, when looking ahead to the next year, what challenges do you anticipate
1: and how are you preparing for them? Well, as you mentioned before, COVID is still a challenge and we will need to continue to respond and adapt to the evolving situation. Uh, I can give you a great example of a challenge that we had this past year and I'm sure will crop up over time. Um, One of those challenges was around getting enough PPE to help keep our healthcare workers safe. And we had one weekend where we were anticipating running out of surgical masks by the end of the weekend. And our uh, work with our national colleagues in Optum helped us secure the needed supplies. It's an interesting story. We even had the chief medical officer of all of Optum Uh, work on a Saturday and Sunday to secure enough PPE for us to be able to continue operations on Monday morning. It's that kind of partnership and that kind of work that's going to still be there for us this year. They're going to provide challenges through the year, and we need to be prepared uh, on how to uh, manage those pieces. The other major challenge Is going to be patient engagement. And as we know across the country, patients are waiting. They're waiting for COVID to go away and they're deciding to not seek care. And we know that COVID is not going away. It will get less problematic, but it's not going away. And what we don't want patients doing is deferring care and increasing their risk of poor outcomes. So one of the major challenges we have this year is to determine best. Practices in re engaging our patients and making sure that they are able to maintain their health and well being through this tumultuous time with COVID, especially.
0: Absolutely. Now, before we wrap up here, I have one more question. What inspires and
1: excites you as a clinical leader? The reason I went into leadership was because of relationships and also caring. I'm a physician, I'm a pediatrician, I still have a practice and I care for my patients one by one in my practice. What excites me and inspires me as a clinic leader is the fact that I have the ability to have an impact through my work and the work with my clinical teams. As an entire organization, we have that ability to make a difference and care for larger populations and for our healthcare workers. The teams have come through this despite the fatigue, with being on top. They feel valued. They feel like they have a greater sense of purpose. And that's what's most important. They are the highest functioning team I've ever worked with. Very proud of what we've accomplished. And I am looking forward to another year of great things ahead, working with them.
0: Dr. Barrio, thank you so much for your time today. This has been a really fascinating conversation. I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. Well, thank you for having me.